Hi, Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and my sister Kix. Hi, Kix. Hi. Uh, happy, happy day. Oh, happy day. Happy day. <laughs> I know it's the Monday. We're recording this the Monday after Thanksgiving, and it's that day's a, that day's a, a hard day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's different than like the after like the winter holidays because after the winter holidays it's like a new year so you're like jazzed to like get it going also you have to work a little bit like you have to work like when you get back from christmas and then you have to work like up through new year's so you're still like back you know you know in and out and then new year's is exciting this year is just like or this time i feel like it's just like fuck yeah because you have four days off and then you have like another i guess so month to the next break that's that's how it works um that's corporate america mama okay um well we have another exciting holiday episode today um i hope everyone who is listening is watching along you can find all of these throwback episodes on peacock and hulu apple hey you all the spots. They're available and they're worth rewatching. Uh, and today uh, we are going to be jumping into uh, Roni season eight Berkshire's episodes. That is uh, episodes eight, nine, and ten. Uh, it's mostly mm-hmm. nine little bits and pieces of eight and ten, um, mm-hmm. which is going to be a blast to recap. But before we get to that, we uh, want to encourage you, uh, if you are new to the pod, uh, lis- listening and loving the pod right now, and uh, you want to support us, uh, the best and f- most free way to support us is by rating us five stars on Apple, leaving a review. Uh, and when you do that, it'll get read here on the show. And when you review us, if you would let us know what reality TV made you a dumpster diva, mm-hmm. we will guarantee read on the show. Yeah. And this one Guarantee. is another one where they do that. Yeah. So this uh, review comes from Molly Swaggy Cake. Love that. What does that sure. mean? You got a swaggy ass? Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. It's a riddle. Right. Uh, the title of the review is Icons. Well, that's very kind, Molly. Um, I hope. I hope. I assume she's talking about us. <laughs> Maybe she's, talking about, maybe she's talking about mom and dad. I don't know. Uh, this has become my absolute favorite podcast, exclamation point, exclamation point. I will lol um, while walking my dog, and I feel like I'm right there with Tom and Kix. Me and my brother are the Walmart versions of Tom and Kix, by oh the my way. <laughs> Not the Walmart version. I mean, Kix loves Walmart. Yeah, I stand a Walmart. I thought you were about to say Kix is the Walmart version of Kix, but. Oh, well, you got to bring yourself down. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that to me. No. Oh, no. I'm not that mean. Uh, (laughs) Molly continues. I became a dumpster diva from The Simple Life, Charm School, Rock of Love, Flavor of Love, Tila Tequila, parentheses, yikes, uh, all of those. (laughs) Listening to your podcast truly makes my day better. Never stop. Heart, heart. P.S. Kicks. I totally stand behind you with supporting the boring housewives. Yay. I've had a lot of support recently. Someone DM'd me twice saying they support orange jello yeah i I saw that (laughs) and then they also had another supportive note to mention as well so i'm feeling supported (laughs) i feel like you need that (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm gonna ride with it okay (laughs) send more support her way honestly um well thank you so much molly swaggy cake thank you um and you too can have your 
Kate. Kate, 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 can have your review read here on the pod if you just write one. And uh, I highly encourage you to do that. Um, but we're just going to jump right in. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and then uh, start chatting Roni. Uh, we are joined uh, today by Veronica Leventhal. Uh, you know her, you love her. She's been on the pod a couple times, so we're excited to dive in with her again. And we'll be back in one second. Okay, and we are back uh, to jump into uh, the Berkshires with uh, obviously kicks, uh, but then also Veronica Leventhal. You can follow her at not underscore Topanga on IG. She is a huge Bravo fan and a friend of the pod, and we are very happy to have her back on. Veronica, welcome. Thank you so much. Thanks, thanks for being here. We're so happy to have you, and for people that don't follow her and don't know what she looks like. She does look like Topanga. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the That's, the, ins- that's yeah. the kicks. There that's you go. The oh, wow, you got it. <laughs> I just had to let everybody know. I appreciate that. Veronica, you have to feel so special that we asked you to come on to this to cover this episode because this is, we were saying, the definitive Berkshires episode we're going to be jumping into today. I am fully honored. And I rewatched it with my fiance, his father, who's a huge Bravo fan. Oh my God. Uh, his father? father I love that. And his brother, who is very intermittently a huge Bravo fan. Wow. You really picked a good one. Yes. I mean, he was, mm. uh, after watching those two episodes the next night, his brother was like, hey, can we watch Bravo again when we get home? <laughs> And I was like, like of course we can. Yes, we can. Yes, you don't need we to ask. absolutely can. <laughs> well, before we jump into this iconic episode, what are you consuming? Are you are you up to date on everything that's happening on Bravo right now? Are you watching Girls Trip? Uh, do you have Peacock or have have used someone else's login? G- give us the rundown. Um, I've seen most of the first episode of Girls Trip. I got a little bored. Mm-hmm. And I need to figure out if I still have Peacock, if I'm still paying for that or not. Haven't done right. that yet. Okay. Um, I haven't seen the fourth episode of the Potomac Reunion yet, but I have seen, I did fall asleep during Portia's new show last night. <laughs> that was a wild even, ride. Let me tell you, I watched it last night. I didn't even turn it on for a moment. There was a, there's a time that I was like, I should watch this. And I was like, I'm not going to watch I it. I won't tonight. watch it again. <laughs> I don't I, know that I, yeah, I agree. I don't know that I'll watch it again either. It, 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 you got all the information you needed in the beginning. Like she, it's funny. Cause she's mm-hmm. like, this is my moment to tell my side of the story. And when she tells her side of the story about how her and Simon got together, you're like, oh, right. That's like just what we all thought. Like you got with him That's after just knowing the him. Side of yeah, the story. you got with him after knowing him for like zero amount of time. Fallon was cheating on Simon because she is now pregnant with um a different oh, man's baby. baby. Uh, yeah, they had the baby. Yeah, like a couple days so ago. So like that's confirmed. It's like there's not really a side. Like we we it's just weird. Like like you can show us your love, <laughs> but like that doesn't make the timeline not bizarre. And then she was you're also like not going to prove anything to us. Like we already know that you guys are right. together in a weird way. Like we know that obviously your family's not on board because the world isn't on board. It's very odd. So like, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to prove in this, but I like, I wish I could watch once it's over like a highlights reel or something. 
you could probably watch like on the last episode, the like this season, this past season. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> it looks like there is some drama to come, but the the big superstar we meet in this show is um, her cousin Londi. Oh, I who love. I don't. Londie. I mm-hmm. don't know why Londi hasn't been on our television screens before. If she's planning all of her parties, like why? Why are we just meeting her for the first time? Right. Like, where has she been as a friend of? Because even in the commercial for the series, I was like intrigued because of this cousin. Yeah. I was like, I think I'm going to watch for this. She seems to be entrenched in the drama. So and then Miss Diane, Portia's mom, continues to look like a 21 year old. (laughs) She's 70. Good for her. (laughs) She has beautiful daughters. Oh, wait. Oh, one of them is not her biological daughter. Uh, Portia's sister. Portia's sister. <laughs> there was a moment where I was, I like, was like, oh my god! I thought you were gonna say one of them is not beautiful. <laughs> I know, I actually kind of did too. She was like, which is the not beautiful one? Wait, no. yeah, there's a less attractive one. No, they're both really hot. No, they're, no, they're hot. I mean, yeah. Portia is hot. Yeah, like, oh my god, she looks incredible. Yeah. Wow. I'm really. Yeah. <laughs> well. But I would, okay, I would encourage you to continue to watch Ultimate Girls Trip because the it gets fucking crazy. You, like, can't imagine. I mean, I'm sure you can understand who's in the drama, uh-huh. a.k.a. everyone hates Ramona. Oh, but, the fact that Ramona um, kept calling time- Kenya Portia was, like, oh, <sighs> Jesus. Like, racist and offensive on so many levels. Well, yeah, so, th- so less. That's not even, they don't even really bring that up again. Yeah. Like that's like the that's the it's a problem, <laughs> but there's bigger ones like that they continue well, to talk about. So it's last just like, night on Watch What Happens Live, it was just Portia was on and with Andy obviously, and um, Andy was like, uh, "So, what did you think about Ramona calling Kenya Portia? Did you think that was like fun shade or not fun shade? It was like pick between the two, and I'm like, no." Option C should be racist. <laughs> I think and, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, it's just like Ramona doesn't understand that there are different people. Like, there's something wrong. Her brain she's is scrambled awful. eggs. Like, I don't... <laughs> oh, God, she's bad. She's awful. And this episode of the Berkshires, she's surprisingly No, she's still very likable. Which I, I, like, For I forget the moments when she is likable because it's very rare, especially... Because I've never liked her, ever. But what's interesting is that they do go to Turks and Caicos. They have those like they have a moment where they're back at Turks and Caicos from the last season, and Ramona's talking to this restaurant owner. That's mm-hmm. the restaurant owner from Ultimate yes. Girls Trip, which I thought was very was a very nice like circle full circle. Yeah, moment. I, I they they have a really funny interaction because she tries carol is hitting on him and then she just like swoops in and just takes him and pushes turns her back to the <laughs> girls i'm like do y'all have any friends that are like this around men? i don't i can't think of any from like girls from college i don't but i, I don't like both both of you don't give me the vibe that you would hang out with someone longer than one time that would do <laughs> things like that like i i can't picture either yeah. of y'all being friends with like like I was never in a sorority, but I imagine that's what sororities are like. Kix was in a sorority. Yeah, Yeah, I was. And there's, I mean, yeah, (laughs) Kix was that girl. No, no, no. That's why we don't Uh, know her. We are her. Yeah. No, maybe that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. No, I feel like there's definitely girls like that, but I, I honestly can't really pinpoint them. 
but I don't know. It's just like the it. It's it's just one of the other th- reasons I can't stand her. Oh yeah, her, when she gets drunk and sweaty and her hair's all frizzy. Well, and it's just well something it, that I was thinking about. So this quickly, this like le- most recent episode of Girls Trip, um, Ramona gets blackout, like to a point where it like she it's shocking. it's shocking, and she herself is like, I'm so drunk I can't use words. Like she's saying those things like to under her breath, and but. Which I don't think we've okay, seen but ever. What I what I was thinking, I was like, I feel like she's definitely been that drunk before on the show, but it feels like they just like edit, they give her favorable like edits about sometimes about certain things because I'm like, they always talk about how much she drinks and how she's so sloshed, but I was like, we've never seen such raw footage of her sloshed like we are now, and I wonder if it's just because it's like unedited or because the <laughs> a lot of the girls trip footage is very not produce like it's very just like Mm -mm. this is the scene like or it's nest cam footage or it's like it's there's not as much like story producing because they filmed for seven days and then the season I think is seven episodes long so I don't think there's only so much content but I don't know it just made me think I was like I wonder if they've ever like cut her drunkenness down on the show or like cut out her blacking out in the corner or something because it it's when you when you watch it, you're like, why have we never seen this version of her on the show mm-hmm. before? She kind of. I also could see it like how Tom, you and I are like, we'll have and go out and we'll be wasted, and the next day we're like, God, I'm so hungover. I'm so I was so drunk last night. And everyone was like, I had no clue. But then there's always that one right. random time when everyone's like, Oh yeah. We well, I always try and get in the car home <laughs> before, when when I feel a headache. I'm like, we gotta get we gotta get out of here. <laughs> But she can't go anywhere. That's true. Maybe she just goes to bed when she's like that fucked up. Well, Mm -hmm. this when she's this scene where she gets so fucked up, it's like two in the afternoon, and they still have a dinner that night that she does attend. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, maybe I do. You got to jump in. You really do. do. It's it's really worth it. It's worth it. And where are you with the Jersey Girls? Like, do you like Teresa or Melissa, or heavily dislike either of them? I don't think I have a, I don't feel a strong connection to either of them. Like I appreciate their presence, but I'm more of like a weird Jennifer Aiden fan, Mm -hmm. um, which I know is so interesting. I like her. No, I think she's great TV. I don't know. I'm scared. She's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I love Margaret. I mean, I, I, well, I didn't read her book, but I listened to her audio book. I think we talked so, about that the last time you were on. Oh, I bet that's yeah. a fun list. Teresa and, and Melissa aren't, yeah, 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 we've talked aren't about my, like, my people. Well, exactly. The- they become much more likable after watching this. Like, I have realized that I really, I find Teresa very endearing, yeah. which is something that I don't think I would have said before this show. You end up really falling in love with her somehow. I mean, it's because it's against the backdrop <laughs> of Ramona. So far, she's just like proving everyone right because she just seems so confused constantly. <laughs> she she's is. Like... She is that too. <laughs> she is. That's a continue. That continues. <laughs> well, let's jump into this episode. So we are covering uh, Royal Housewives of New York City season eight uh, episodes. Like, there's a little touch of eight, but it's mostly nine, and then like a little touch of ten. Um, but yeah. nine is the chunk of what we're going to be really chatting about uh, today. But uh, you can watch this on Hulu, Peacock, Hey You. Uh, you can buy it on Amazon. Uh, What's Hey it's You? It's the uh, UK. <laughs> it's anywhere not America has all Bravo shows. 
Air. It's like a streaming service for like shows on uh, U.S. like cable. When you don't live in the U.S. Great. Um, but definitely watch it if you're if you're listening to this and you haven't watched it. I really encourage you to pause and go watch it because it's this is a legendary set of episodes. Um, mm-hmm. But right off the bat, we kind of get like a last time on and just in in the eighth episode we get like a what what had happened because but it's it's a fun reminder of all the drama that's already happened in this season this season we have uh the tipsy girl shenanigans with um Sonia and Bethany which is bizarre that whole fight is bizarre the, bizarre that Sonia would even like venture into something and call it tipsy girl i think is just insane Sonia, like, is the queen of a failed business. Yeah. Like, do not even try. <laughs> Talk about it. Yeah. You, you know it's never going to get off the ground. Like, why are you even trying to have this fight? Right. No, I completely, I completely agree. It's, remember earlier this year, she had, like, a subscription box? Did she? No, I yes. don't. Yes. Yes, she did. She started, she posted about like a subscription box and everyone was like, what the fuck is this? And I haven't heard a thing about it since. I'm speechless. I don't even know. I don't, I did not remember that. (laughs) What would be in her subscription box? Like a lock of her dog's hair. Say like dirty panties. like a dildo and a (laughs) candle. Yeah. A used candle. Not dirty panties. Yeah, like used underwear. Used candle for sure. I mean, we see her trying to make a... We see her trying to make a care package for her daughter. And she's like, can we put this like half eaten bag of chips? Oh my God. And they're like, no. <laughs> she, I can't, I can't with her. We jump into uh, the Berkshires and essentially the women all get there uh, like in, in their own time. And Bethany comes in like a bat out of hell. And which she did last Berkshires and the one before yeah, she's too. All- like the last two Berkshires seasons. She like she comes in with such like energy on her chest that she just has to like let it all out immediately. It's very well, intense. So the ninth episode <laughs> starts with this like bizarre fight where Luann is essentially claiming that she has some sort of stake in Skinny Girl, <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> what girl? No, you don't. <laughs> We're shaking our heads, listeners, because it's like. Uh, She's delusional, and they, she's the girls are right about that. I think this whole episode, Luann's being a little bit attacked by these women, or a lot of it. But there's moments when I'm like, yeah, you did say that. And Ramona's the level-headed one reminding people. And it's like, this feels very backwards from, like, the girls we know now <laughs> in, in Real Housewives. It is wild that like Ramona is able to counsel Luann and be like this is what you how you need to apologize to people and like here's like an idea of how you could say it and obviously Luann's delivery <laughs> is terrible but like Ramona is correct and that I is know. so weird to watch. The whole episode she's right like everything she's she, she, and she's kind of quiet yeah and extremely level-headed like in the corner yeah I thought it was annoying when she was like pretending to take Bethany's side and then sort of going Went downstairs off. and yeah. yeah. And then she was like cackling with Luann yeah. and I was just like, Oh, but she's, <laughs> she, she, she's awful. Well, so Luann so, claims that she was there when the skinny girl conversation like happened. 
and which not really not really <laughs> in the words of Luann yeah. not really <laughs> so they're fighting about that um, she was just present when Bethany ordered a skinny yes. margarita she which asked is, what's in it yeah and that was the moment Luann thought I have 50% of this business <laughs> 51% of this company <laughs> Also, Luann keeps bringing up the fact that they, her and Bethany share a haircut. She keeps being like, well, look at you. You're just trying to be me. <laughs> also, their haircuts are styled very differently. They're styled very differently. Yeah. But I do love later on when when Bethany's like, I actually kind of think I do look like Luann. <laughs> and Ramona's like, yeah. it does look a little like it, to tell you the truth. And then the next morning when she's like hung over, she's like making a joke at herself in the mirror because Bethany's hair is like literally out of control. And she's like, how could Luann think I look like her? I have it together. <laughs> and it's like her. She's like mascara running down her face and like her hair is like the size of the moon. It's fun to see like <sighs> the seeds planting here of the whole Tom drama, knowing how it all ends, you know? Oh, I know. And watching it back, I was like, why is she digging her heels in so much on this man? Like I, I could see how she was just getting more and more stubborn about it because people kept questioning it, but it still didn't make any sense to me because it just felt so over the top. And like, we're so in love. We're, we are obsessed with each other. And even in the beginning, it was like, I don't know. It just felt so forced. Completely. And mm -hmm. what's weird too, is she's not, she know she knows she's doing something wrong because she won't outwardly say his name. Like it takes her a little bit as the episode goes for her to even say like his actual name. Cause Ramona's like, I know who you're dating. And one to remind everyone listening at this moment in the season, Luann is living in Sonia's home. I can't believe I forgot that. I forgot it too. I totally forgot about full, it too. I mean, it is full great gardens and, and Bethany brings mm -hmm. it up later, but like the two of them, <laughs> I'm sorry, Bethany is so vicious and mean, but when she's like, <laughs> she's talking about how Luann is like mentoring Sonia. She's like, it's like the blind leading the deaf. <laughs> when she's or the right, blind leading the blind. She hits she it on, <laughs> yeah. When she's right, she's really right. I mean, them two women, especially Luann at the time was drinking heavily and, like single how recent was her divorce from the count um uh that was yeah. probably like five it's years it's been a probably. while or maybe yeah because yeah, they got yeah. divorced in like season two didn't they i oh. think i i think it was like season two that they they split but she's letting her vagina fly i was gonna say freak flag but i don't think she's freaky i think she's just you, you don't think she's freaky <laughs> luann maybe i definitely think she, i think she's I a little freaky i mean also not a bad thing. Work. I think she just likes to yeah. fuck. <laughs> I, I just am like baffled every time I see it, how good Bethany is at just like insulting someone and putting so much pressure on them and being so quick and rapid fire that they can't even get a breath. Like Luann even, who I don't think of as someone who's not smart. Like she's, she can like banter, but she couldn't even like mm -hmm. think of a comeback at all. It was, she was so overwhelmed. Yeah. She, she really goes in. And then she, she's a genius in the confessional chair. She really oh. is. Yes. Yeah, Bethany? No one yes, does it better. Yeah. She's like, yeah, and we all, we 
often bring up the fact that she really is such a good housewife in these moments because she is telling the story in the confessionals as well as bringing the drama. Like, she's really doing it all. Like, because there's a lot of times we get... The people who have the most confessionals tend to be the people that, like, kind of carry the, like, the thread through the whole episode. And she's just, like, so good So good. Yeah, she, she... She's like one of the only houses we have that can like kind of story produce on her own and it it doesn't it doesn't it works like it's not like you can't like sniff it out sort of like you can see her like planning things sort of if you look closely but cuz she she really does narrate and guide the seasons that she's on you know um she said wait one of her confessional quotes that had me truly laughing out loud was when they're talking about the hair and how they, her and Luann have the similar hair. And Bethany's like, what are you, single white drag queen? <laughs> I'm sorry, that is that is a hilarious joke. <laughs> but there are so many insults that are, like, lobbed at Luann, mostly from Carol, that are very um, five to ten years ago. Like uh, Luann mm-hmm. is hard. Yeah, like... Y- Oh, no. And it also really does put into perspective how, like, so many of these women have been on the wrong side of, like, the trans rights issues stuff. And it's like, oh, yeah, you've mm-hmm. always been kind of like this. I forgot. And Bethany still yes. is. Very, very so. much still is. Yeah. Here we are. Well, yeah. So Carol gets to the house and she's like, at first the joke, the joke's kind of funny. I'm like, like, she's like, I thought John was here, which that made me laugh. I have to say, <laughs> it's just like, just like I walked in, I thought I didn't. I thought Bethany was fighting with John again. Come to find out, it was just which, that's hilarious. But like then she really takes it too far, and she's like, Luann, I mean Lou Man, and it's like, okay, like which they bring up do like really often. Need to do like, that, like I don't know. I think I think I think calling any of these women a drag queen is hilarious because they're all just such extra versions of themselves in many ways. They are drag queens, you know. But yeah. like when we're breaking it down like that, like the Lou Man thing, I find to be just like a bit, like well, not a bit, just very like out of touch. Yeah, like you said, Veronica, like five to ten years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which that is the world where I think. Well, this was five five years ago, maybe. I I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but was it, I mean, it feels like a while, it feels like a while ago at this point. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so, so we're getting this like battle between the two of them. And once again, the seeds are being planted about like Tom. Now I know this happens a little bit, but Veronica, do you remember where you were when you found out that Luann got arrested? (laughs) (laughs) I remember my group chat was lit. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. Oh yeah. What a time to be a Bravo fan. Oh, yeah. And it really reunite. It really like joins us together, you know, and just getting the details in drip by drip. Like, okay, so she was arrested. Okay, she may have assaulted a police officer. Okay, she was in the wrong hotel room. Um, She's blackout wearing the dress from last night at court in the morning. Like every single piece was just so. Yeah, it was very layered. And the mug shot is. Yeah. Yeah, do you want to tell you want to tell Veronica about Luann's mugshot and about? I changed it. (laughs) My, but for the while, Luann's mugshot was Tom's color. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Um, so it this season was filmed. It aired in 2016. Okay, so on 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 the money. 
So it was filmed in 2015. If they're like, yeah, it's filmed in 2015 at the holidays time. There you go. Well, yeah. There so, you go. um, we also get so this this I there's a kind of like a forgotten moment in this whole series of episodes that I go back Jules. to, and that is Jules <laughs> and Luann on the stoop. Oh wow! So. so Oh, I, I just ended at well, Jules because I, I forgot I kinda, about this Wait, woman. I kind of die for Jules. I think she was kind of a good housewife. What, what what do we think here? I mean, I don't think she's a, an all-star, but, like, I thought she could have hung out for another season as, like, the, like, boring one, you know? Every season I, you needs You know what? Money. As it turns out, like, she definitely progressed into everyone else's territory because she had her own mugshot. And we could have followed she that storyline all the way into domestic violence. So <laughs> We could have. Jesus And Christ. that's on Bravo for not um, yeah. letting us fall through with that. Yeah, you're right. That is on Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, one of my favorite moments in Berkshire's history is Jules, in a very serious note, is sitting outside of the house, very sad because her father is very sick with pneumonia, which, um, very sad, very sad. Uh, not to make light of that moment. What I am going to make, what I am going to laugh at is Luann is on a much lighter note being like just ripped apart by Bethany in the house and then runs out to go sit next to Jules to have a cigarette, which is very rare that we see them smoking. Like, you know, like I, I feel like the housewives, like we never really catch them on camera, like cigarette in hand, even though it's you very infer- rare. Luann does it sometimes more yeah. now. Yeah. Well, because of her sober right. journey. But you but can infer that like, Luann smokes by the timbre of her <laughs> voice. Also, the fact that they, like, chose to go on the front porch with their, like, she has a backyard with, like, outdoor seating. Like, why are we sitting on the stoop? Like, we're waiting for our parents to pick us well, up. Well, I think Jules is just trying to hide just... because she was, like, having a very serious <laughs> conversation with her mom. Yeah. But yeah. so then <laughs> there's, like, a layering of dialogue where Jules is, like, this is the worst thing ever. Like my dad, he's like really sick. And Luann's like, can you believe she called me a slut? (laughs) And And Luann's like trying a little bit to like make connections between like her dad dying and being called a slut, but like not even really. She's just like, I hear that, that you're going through that. But did you hear what Bethany called me? Cause that's crazy. Right. And she's, I'm going through a hard time too. Yeah. Bethany just called me a slut. Essentially it's what she was like trying to get out when she was talking to Jules. It's just- yeah, and then Jules says, my dad is unconscious. And Luann's like, no one's ever been so mean to me in my entire life. <laughs> that was so tough. It's so brutal. It's, it's yeah. tough. And like, it's just, Luann has just, she, this era of her where she was just so like, she, she had no, I don't know if it was, if it was alcohol or just like, blind love but she she was blind in this time like she has no self-awareness of like how she comes across not at how all. the irony of her writing a song called girl code like she released a song <laughs> called girl code and then the next year she ends up marrying a guy that two of her friends one of which she was living with at the time had been with sexually and ramona brings it up she's like no i've been on like half a dozen dates with him because Luann's like well you've been on like one date with him so who cares and she's like Ramona's like no actually it was recent he made it sound like it was like a month ago yeah it's crazy and like 
the way she just keeps doubling down on it it's there's no like you wonder if she had an inkling about him like cheating on her from the get-go because she's just like overcompensating overcompensating but it's interesting because she is so un like unself-aware not self-aware that and now we see Luann and she feels a little bit more in her self and much better person in my mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy that Ramon is the self-aware one throughout this couple episodes. She really is. It's it's wild. Well, did you re- mm-hmm. have you started reading uh or or read not not all diamonds and rosé yet, Veronica? No, um, I requested it from the library uh, because. <laughs> Do they I have am, it in the like, public library? Yeah, I, I go to the library a lot. Uh, I That's really like so it there. Sweet. There's always like a big fight or something weird happening. A fight. Okay, go off. Um, yeah. We need Andy and a camera at the library, apparently. Truly. It's <laughs> just like good people watching and then I like sit and do work. Um, but I, <laughs> I also like read a lot, so I don't have the money to just buy like uh, all these books every year. So I requesting from the library. And so I, because I did that, like, I'm not like pressed on buying it, but I think I've gotten so many spoilers online. I don't even know what's left. So I know that that is the annoying thing about the book is that it's been so epically spoiled for a lot, like the cigarette lighting and, and <laughs> Sonia's vagina, like the just crazy things. But something that does come up in the book about Tom is that Sonia reveals in the book, she's like, they wouldn't say this on the show, but Dorinda, they, um, they say that Dorinda introduced Tom to Luann. Um, that's like the storyline on the show. But Sonia says that, while Dorinda may have done that, it was at Sonia's uh, charity event, like that summer that she invited Tom and Luann to. And so she was like, not only did, not only I invited him, like, even though we like weren't together, he wasn't my date. We just had had a relationship. And not only had I invited him to my party, but that's where Luann decided to like bring him home because they, they had sex like the first night they met. That is insane. Yes. From oh Sonia's. From okay, Sonia's but here's, the, here's the drama I am curious about. Because, like, okay. you know, Brian Moylan had the idea to do that sort yep. of book. And yep. then, like, did they Bravo and him and their negotiations fell apart. And then it went to somebody else. Like, what is, what's that like? Like, having released your book and then six months later, like, nine months, whatever, this other book comes out and just is everything that yours was supposed to be. It's fucking weird. I'm sorry. It's like, it makes, it doesn't make Bravo look good. I don't think so. I mean, I think it's kind of shady, especially because like Brian Moylan has done so much for their network. So much. Like he is like kind of the OG, like Bravo recapper. Like he's probably brought more eyes to Bravo through his like humor and his prose and all that stuff. So it's like, it would be, it feels like an easy opportunity to like, just have him do it. What is weird or what is also weird about the book? The, the, the difference is, are very are very apparent because this book is is like a and I'm not saying that Dave did not write the book he obviously like curated the conversations and everything it's it's 
and had to organize the book and I'm sure that took forever, but it's, it's not like a, it's not a story. Like it's like, it's literally like chunks of text from, from a housewife and then a chunk of text from a producer and then a chunk of text from a housewife. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of like reading like, like a, uh, I don't know, like a New York times piece about something and they're like interviewing two people and it's just like back and forth, back and forth. So I, what I liked about Brian's book is that it was like written. It was more like, like kind of like telling the story of the housewives and where things came up and then, and then talking to people and all that stuff. So they are different in their own ways because like the way they're put together. So I definitely think you can consume both and still get information from both. But I agree. I, I feel like it makes Andy like not look very good too. Cause I think he had a big hand in that whole negotiation thing. I don't know. Cause Brian got, Brian got uninvited from like blacklisted from drag. I mean, not drag con. Oh my God. From Bravo con. <laughs> like he, he had to go in a, in a disguise. Yeah. I remember reading that in the book. <laughs> it's, what the because fuck? they were like, you can't, you cannot be in our presence anymore because you're not doing this book with us. It's bizarre. And then that he had to like, that they were able to get like every housewife known to man because like they told everyone to not interview with Brian. It's just mm-hmm. like, it's just kind of bizarre. And what, what also is weird is that you, you would think on, on face value, the reason they did that is because they wanted to hide some things. Right. But then like, like hide some stories and like have their hand in editing how, certain stories are like released in the book uh, are play out in the book. But then all the headlines of the book are just like all these insanely scandalous stories that are coming out like in the book. So it's, they definitely kept some things back. Well, I say is, is is there much, there must be more darkness then. There has to be. I mean, yeah, to release what they have in this book and to know like as people who consume a lot of reality television and just like there's no way that there's not bigger stories in what is written about which i find kind of fucked up but also really interesting (laughs) well i'm in the new york chat because it's like every city has a chapter and i'm in the new york chapter right now and it's weird they don't talk about they don't they did not talk much about the berkshires like at all really Everything iconic happens there. They talk and, about like, it, but I they think... don't like go into like the drama, like of each, like the, when they talked about this season, the majority of what they talked about was the Bethany finding the picture of Tom with the woman at the bar. That's like the majority of the conversation about this season. And Ramona essentially says like, I know how it happened. Bethany staged the whole thing. Ooh. Which, but it's interesting because in girls trip, they, the last episode they talk about it a little bit and Luann they were playing like a get to know you game about housewives kind of thing it's very they it's very like for breaking the fourth wall like which I think is interesting but Luann said that 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 moment was the most hurtful moment of her like reality tv like history on the show was when Bethany brought this to her because it would have been so easy to bring off camera but the way that it happened on camera and the way she had no fucking clue that she was going to talk about it. She was like, that was very, very, very difficult. I mean, it's awful. (laughs) Yeah, it's awful. But I think it's, 
I kind of, I just based on my memory, I always thought that that was at the Berkshires, but it, it's not for sure. Obviously. Wait, what do you mean? But what, what, what is at the Berkshire? Uh, the, when Bethany tells Luann. No, no, no. They're, they're in Miami for Luann's engagement yeah. party. Mm-hmm. Which makes it even yeah. more <laughs> fucked up. But the, the most iconic, one of another iconic moment in Housewives history, I'm going to just say Housewives in general, is Dorinda screaming, I made it nice. I did it nice. But... <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's everything. It really is it's, why we love everything. Dorinda. So... So to get to that moment a bit, so like the women all disperse essentially because things are getting very heated and Luann is just like on another level in the kitchen with Ramona and is being really nasty about like this whole like birthday cake thing. And it's like the tone in her voice is just, she's just so mean. Like she's just so angry and like, she's like pointing at, Dorinda's birthday cake being like you told us it wasn't your birthday you liar it's like just the way she was like saying it was like why are you so mad at this friend that has had done if anyone's done nothing to you in this group it's this it's her Mm -hmm. so Dorinda hears that and that's where we get our beloved our beloved moment the I decorated I cooked and I don't blame Dorinda at all because the Luann was being so fucking cruel and also, like, I mean, how long has Dorinda has known these women for a really long time, right? Most Dorinda, of them. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So, because her and Ramona have known each other the longest. She's known. Right? She's known Ramona and Luann for like 10, 12 years. Like she's you would, she's the, known them like pre. At this point, she's known them pre they them starting filming of season one. Right, because you would think based on what how she was talking about Dorinda, you would have thought that like she had just like met her, and they had gotten in a fight. Like who, Luann? You're saying? You know, it's like, yeah, she's is being so cruel that it's like I. It's crazy to think about how long they've known each other and how much. I don't know. I don't know. Did you remember that it's brutal? Like I made it nice, drunken monologue was before five p.m. Like it was <laughs> it, not even <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's they're not even ready for dinner because they literally get ready for dinner later. Yes. Like in my mind it's at it's it. She's holding that Grey Goose bottle like it's like two AM and it's like we need to go to bed, mm-hmm. but we're gonna stay up and drink some more and like yeah, it's but I will say this isn't the drunkest we've ever seen. Her. No, of course not, no. Durant. No, no, certainly not. <laughs> the drunkest is when they're in Cartagena and she's like if I, if I told, if a prostitute came into my room and I'd say, welcome to my home, you know, that whole speech she gives there in Cartagena and she says something yeah. about like, like how a- like if a prostitute, which she uses that word, which is like shocking. She's like, if a prostitute and a heroin addict came into my home, I'd say, what the fuck's going on? That's what she says. <laughs> like lipstick smeared all over her smeared, face. Like, like Literally Heath Ledger, the Joker. Sweating yeah. her ass off. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, we get that I I did it nice, I made it nice, (laughs) and Luann is still being such a little bitch. She's like, she's like, oh, I'm sorry, did I hurt your feelings? I'm like, shut up, shut Shut up. up. Ugh, she sucks. I like this this Luann. I I mean, Luann has never really done it for me, but this was like when she's just like really, 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 really bad. Um, but yeah, definitely. Jules and Dorinda decide 
to take to board games as a way to lighten the mood. <laughs> yeah, and not to like get everyone to play. They're just like, we're going to go play Twister in the other room. Let's lighten the mood. And it's literally just it's them so too. weird. And they obviously couldn't wrangle anyone weird. else into playing Twister. They're like, no, I know where the cameras are. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, like we're grown as fuck like. I'm not going to play Twister. It's crazy how much this episode, these couple Hello episodes. Girl's Trip. Yeah, because they play Twister. Yeah, because they play Twister. I feel like Jules just needs an activity to like try and forget that she's hungry all the time. Oh, so. you really put the nail on the head there. And he's like, yeah, Twister or whatever. Just like, can we do something? Because like, I can't just sit and argue because I'm so hungry. Yeah, and the day after, I felt so weird with her being like, I forgot... <laughs> To call my kids which is fine and then she's like i didn't call them this morning either kind of forgot i had them it's the best 24 hours of my life and it's like you've just been around women screeching at each other and you're like laying in bed so yeah, she was saying i'm somehow I'm like, relaxed through all of this she's like, yeah <laughs> girl that's dark like i would have been so traumatized and wanting to get out of that home if i had sat through all of that and she's a new housewife i just feel like there is it's, some one of the things i've learned from tiktok culture is that like there are a lot of people who, or I knew this already, but there are a lot of people who have kids just because like they think they need to and not because they actually want to. And now when I see like people of that generation who are like, um, you know, send their kids to boarding school so they never have to see them or like, you know, do other shit where it's, it just is absent parenting. I'm like, oh yeah, you didn't mm -hmm. actually want kids you just thought like you were supposed to have them not great. yeah i mean that's like such a it's really a generation thing because like now no one not everybody's having kids because they're like wait i don't have to fucking do this <laughs> and that's when sonia was like complaining about her daughter being gone i was like that's a you made that choice you your daughter could live with you and go to high school in manhattan mm -hmm. there's lots of yeah. high schools like you sent her to in boarding schools, schools yeah yeah. Do you think that was her though? Or do you think I mean, part that of me, part of Oh, I think that was a choice everyone made because of who Sonia is and how she, you can't yeah. have an alcoholic raise a teenage girl, which is great. I'm very yeah. glad that everyone made that choice. <laughs> but like, I just meant that she can't, she shouldn't be complaining. No. No. Cause I also do, because of Zoe 101, I always wanted to go to boarding <laughs> Not school. Zoe 101. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like her life in what was the PCA looked so cool. I'm like, oh, you get to go to college essentially while you're 13. That sounds dope. But I'm sure it's nothing like. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people really like it. And for a lot of kids, it's probably good to go because they do get away from their parents. I just can't imagine being a parent and being like, I'm going to send my kid to boarding school unless they had like significant needs or something. Because I would mm -hmm. want to be around because, like, I want kids and I want them to be in my yeah. home. Right. Like, part of the thing <laughs> yeah. of having kids is nurturing them, like, in those times. Because you don't get time with them in the same way after they're 18 years old. Then they're gone. And, like, you have to, you know, travel to see them or have them home. You know, like, the time. It's just a different parenting. Right. But the glory days are journey. the days when yeah. everyone, from my understanding, um, is that, that like parents just love the like our mom always says when we're home like at, together like she sleeps so well because she just knows like we're all like in the same place That's so and sweet. like 
I know that is so sweet. And they also <laughs> always, they're always like every year, like I didn't, I never had a favorite age. Like every year ended up being my favorite age. Oh my God. Which is so oh, cute. Cause they like just like really love. So nice. <laughs> yeah. It's, she always says it. Like okay, so your mom I, is not I like hear. Jules. That's what I'm gleaning. No, here. neither. Yeah. Yes, exactly. No, not, not like, like Jules. Jules, Jules. I mean, and then also, what about Carol sliding in another very uh, not of this time comment about mm. how it was very Asian of Jules to bring games? Oh my god! Uh, oh my god! <laughs> that hit me like a slap in the face. I was like, "What, Carol? No!" Uh, I was like, "Wait, what?" I my I was speechless. I'm like. Carol, this whole time, is just sitting in the corner making the most problematic jokes I've this whole episode. I'm like, you haven't said... No, never. No. Like, what are you talking about? Also, shut up. Like, <laughs> she's... I don't know. I used to think I liked Carol, but after re-watching some seasons and stuff for the podcast, I'm like... She oh, she's sucks. not likable. No, she's always sucked. She just like the reason I think everyone fell in love with her at first is because she felt like us in the way that she just didn't. She like commented on everyone like we comment on them, like from our living room. Not like Bethany, because Bethany, Bethany like comes at them with zingers from the confessionals. Right. But like Carol is just like these women are crazy. Like and there's something so refreshing about that because we didn't have our Robin Dixons of the world, you know, yeah. at, that, at that point. But now Robin people is a have, much better Carol. Much better because Carol, as we as her life plays out on the show, she you come to realize that she's insanely out of touch with uh, the world. Yeah, because it's the Kennedy thing. What? What about that? I'm just saying, like the Kennedys have such like a notorious like they carry themselves differently. They're out of touch. Yeah. You know, I mean. It is it is crazy that she was yeah. married to a Kennedy. I mean that is insane. And then is on a a very lowbrow reality show <laughs> with a bunch of to be convicts. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, I mean that's the common that's the common theme between every single franchise. I feel like what convicts? So. Just people getting arrested. People well, at, at one point we had four women, I believe, on New York that all had been arrested. Which is... Yeah, Tinsley, Luann, there was... Um... Sonia has been yeah. arrested. She had a mugshot Sonia was the other one. Wait, hasn't oh, Leah and Leah, been... Leah. And Jewel, yeah. Leah, yeah. Um, no, so, yeah, so they're trying to play board games. They're trying to do all these things. And then, and then Jules is like, Jules and Kara are like, let's online shop. And they like pull up the laptop and they're sitting on the ground. Jules pulls out two like sippy cup looking wine glasses from her bag. It's it's, it's so, so weird. weird. And like, I'm not getting her as a person. Well, are you familiar with the <laughs> in a couple episodes from now when they go to the pizza making party? And she lo like you. Everyone makes calzones, like it's like an activity. Okay. And she puts silverware and like ramekins in her calzone, like. Oh, I remember this. In an in an effort almost to not have to eat her calzone. Like she did it as a joke, and then they like are all like eating their calzones, and she's like, "Look what I did!" And everyone's like, "You put metal in your food." Oh God. There's just some like really, like dark stuff oh, so dark 
carrying the sippy cups in the <laughs> in the bag the the yeah it's just she just well and i i've told this on the podcast before but just a brief story uh so i was leaving brunch one day in new york city and was heading home and i was passing an urgent care and i looked inside of the urgent care just like as you're passing by like an open like uh, passing by a window and i see what looks to be jules weinstein laid out like across a couple chairs in the urgent care and she's like trembling <gasps> and michael her demon of a husband is standing there checking her in so i passed the urgent care and i'm like i gotta do another loop i told my friend i was like we gotta go back because <laughs> i gotta make sure that that's that i just saw what i thought i saw we do another loop go back around 1000 percent her the next morning is when the news broke that uh he had been sleeping with their nanny so i think that like what i had seen was some sort of like reaction to her finding out like a panic attack like something oh no yeah not good for her well yeah he's and he's uh, that guy was just a monster her well because in the season in the season what happens is she's like talking about how her nanny wants to quit like she mentions that a couple times. Oh, she does yes. say that. Yeah, I think she says it in oh, one of these episodes. Yeah, she does. She says something about her nanny. She's like sad about her nanny leaving. And the reason the nanny left definitely. or wanted yeah. to leave or did end up leaving was because um, he had like been hitting on her. Ugh. Gross. Fucking gross. Ugh. Oh. Um. Well, we get a brief Sonia scene <laughs> that I want to talk about. She's trying to like do things because she didn't get invited to the Berkshires. And so she's trying to do things to stay relevant. And she goes to her plastic surgeon and is trying to get her lips redone because she says the only thing worse than trout mouth is trout snatch. (laughs) But she's talking about her vagina, right? She's going to get her lips up here done, but she's talking about the other lips too. On her face. Because she's saying like. She gets her vagina done. Oh, but she does get her. Yeah. Oh, but no, she was saying, I thought she was saying that I'm getting trout mouth on this side, though. But I think she was saying, like, nothing worse than trout mouth is the vagina. Oh, thing. right. So she's going. So I think she she's doesn't want making a she joke about She doesn't want the trout mouth here to mouth, look like vagina. the trout mouth down there. <laughs> yeah. The it's... way she comes up with these, like, quips, you know? Like, where does this come from? Because I don't think she writes them down. I don't think, like, she's the kind of person that's like, that's funny. I'll take note of that. But, like, I think they just literally come out of her mouth. Any, also, like, any kind of vaginal rejuvenation shit, I'm like, okay, who is paying for this? Like, she's clearly not paying for it because she just did it. He just started doing it three months ago. And she was like, that's not a good sign. I really feel like, he was giving it to her for free oh for yeah. like promo for like oh yeah, yeah. definitely yeah to be on promo the show. has is always like a part of it i i does vaginal rejuvenation like work like is that like something that is real like or is it something that we People teach women that they need it, to get that done after yeah we, babies? yes it's, there's nothing that you need to do to your vagina like it's a muscle and it and if you are experiencing like any kind of like pelvic issues, like incontinence or whatever, there are yeah. exercises you can do like Kegels and shit like that. 
Like you don't know, you absolutely should not, unless like a doctor, like a real doctor, not like that dude has told you like, oh, I think you need some sort of surgery. Like all that shit is so ingrained in our culture that like your vagina right. is disgusting. It should look a certain way. And it, right. oh, I hate it. Yeah. Oh, it's instilled in all of us. I mean, it's like such a problem in the gay community. I mean, so many gay men like love to make the joke about how like awful a woman's vagina is. And it's just like, that's well, no one's yeah and bethany makes a joke about it in this episode like in these oh, yeah. episodes too about like like she's allergic to like shellfish which is just so fucked up so fucked up it's like that's such a cheap joke like it's like that's not even like it's just come like come on, on. we yeah. are all funnier than this well maybe not all of us but like i think she is could be funnier than that but i mean she i she just is so it's sometimes I get upset about how like out of touch she is like and how we've encouraged it like with everything that's happened recently with all of her anti-trans comments and double downing on them it's like we've enabled this like absolute monster to like feel that she can say whatever she wants and be invincible you know. The one thing I absolutely love that Sonia did though in this part is when she was like trying to explain how she's not an alcoholic. And she was like, I don't just wake up and look forward to lunch so I can get a drink. Like, <laughs> lunch? lunch, lunch. I thought that too. I thought that too. Cause I'm like, I mean, when I have drinks at lunch, it's like a Saturday at brunch or like I'm meeting a friend at, like not during the week, but, um, that's again, that's just like this bubble that she lives in where she's like, oh, well, it's noon. I think that's what they all do. One. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that's that so Upper it's like East Side to... mom culture, especially for someone whose kid is at boarding school. I mean, like her and Ramona, I'm positive, would have a couple of Pinot Grigios like at like noon on the dot, like while the kids are at school. Oh, Absolutely. Definitely. But like, oh my God. That I just I love that line so much. <laughs> it's great. I mean, do you think I don't wake up looking forward to lunch? I like <laughs> do we cackled. Think... I Where truly do we think cackled. Sonia's at with with her? Not to go dark here, but like, do we find her to be an alcoholic? Do we think that she is is med- medicating for darkness in her life or all the above? I I just sometimes I can't. Sometimes I don't see that she is like an alcoholic, like or that she's addicted. I should say. I guess maybe those are two different yeah, things. Yeah, I mean, to like, be, right? To be honest, it's not like it's you can't really tell because it's not we don't know what's going on with her like emotionally or we can see a lot of things that she's doing and a lot of her actions, but we don't know if actually she thinks she has a problem, she actually has a pro- like you know, we're just I feel weird to be totally honest like commenting on her like being an alcoholic because we can joke about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like, sorry. I, I'm, do we? Because P, there's scales. Yeah, yeah, you're of right. it. There's scales yeah. of it, and there's different tolerances for emotionally, physically, people. You're right. I'm not trying. No, to no, call no. You you're out. right. I'm just saying. I don't that, like, mean, it's, it's such a weird I don't mean conversation to, say, like, to have. It, about. I don't mean to say like should we should we say if she is or not. I just mean like it's mm-hmm. weird on the show that it's played out for so many seasons and it kind of goes unaddressed. In I, life. Yeah, I, think, I was thinking about. I think that's where I'm like, where are we at with it? Like. Do we, what do we think is the next step for her? Because like, it's like we just said, we were like looking at the time of when this was filmed, this was filmed in 2015 and it's, and it's, Mm -hmm. 
we're still having these conversations. Like, this past season, she was seasons. awful. Yeah. I'm all about harm reduction. So I feel like there could be some sort of happy medium that Sonia could get to with her drinking. Where like, you know, there are some people who don't drink hard liquor at all anymore. And right. that's their version of sobriety. And, or there's like California sober where you only smoke weed. And right. I think she could do something like that. And that would be way more feasible. Like I can't, I don't see Sonia just being a hundred percent abstinent from everything. Right. That's just not her life. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because we see Luann um, take a break from alcohol and come back to being like, oh, no, no, this is actually a problem. But And we've also seen Sonia take a break from alcohol, but hers is interesting because she tends to take a break from either a spite or like losing <laughs> yeah, weight. She's always like, like yeah, you're, like, you're absolutely right. She's not taking a break for like herself. In her mental health, she's like, I need to lose weight or these hoes need to go. And usually she has to like go away to a spa. Yeah. Like be in the desert. To have money where that's how, that's a great way to do a cleanse, right? Or in COVID, she got trapped at a spa. Oh Oh my God, that was so funny. (laughs) I wish to God she would just like, we could, she would release her journals from that spa because I'm just dying to know what she did. I don't know why Bravo didn't send a camera for her to just like do video diaries every day again. In a hazmat suit. I want to see just a camera and Sonia in the desert. Absolutely. That's it. It's only drinking juice cleanses because there's no other option. Amazing. Great. Well, I mean, it's always been rumored that the season after this, there was a like come to Jesus with her where they were like, you can't, if you want to be on the show, like you need to like check the, the drinking because it's, it's getting the partying. I should say like, it's getting insane. Cause the next season is, is like, she's sober the whole season completely like doesn't drink on camera or anything. Well, that we, that we see, but like, but, and she, I don't know. She just has these transformations and then she kind of like, falls back into old habits and I just I love her so deeply like I think she's one of the best housewives that we have and I just want her to take the correct next step whatever that step is for her and honestly the yo-yo thing that she does constantly is just 90s weight culture literally it's in every single person in our generation above us and as well as many people in our current generation because of like parents and yo-yo dieting and like this 90s trend of if you're not thin you're the worst person in the world like (laughs) so I think that's it's an interesting I I see what she's doing and I can recognize like that 90s just like weight on your shoulder about like diet books diet pills I mean they talk about all the time like water pills pills they take yeah it's a mess it's but it's so fascinating (laughs) it's a fascinating yeah watching her journey i mean you're right well we a couple a couple more things we have to chat briefly about luann and luann is in this vortex of like getting chewed out like every other minute from bethany and and dorinda and then she's like i want to apologize to carol (laughs) like in this moment and Ramona, the genius sidekick that she is, is like, just just text her, even though they're literally in the same home. Like, why not go upstairs? And then obviously when she texts Bethany two seconds later, 
you know they're going to talk about it. Like it doesn't feel genuine or authentic in any way. You're just like checking off. Okay, I got to apologize to her and her. You're like, of course. Like they're like, oh, well, they're probably just sitting up there gossiping about it. It's like, you are too. Duh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And not Ramona going, hey, Carol, do you have service? Because I can't text my daughter. (laughs) Oh my God. It actually wasn't bad. That was a pretty good um, acting. Yeah. You're right. You're right. She has those moments when you're like, yeah. Good one, well, Ramona. Luann being like, I don't know. Do, do you know how to spell pedophilia or pedophile? And then ask Jules and Jules is like, oh, no. And then in my mind, I was watching on subtitles, but I was like, could I spell it? No. If I, if I was asked, just I how it sounds. It. I mean, it's an it's an O, not an A, I guess, if that could be the trip up the ped. It's not pedophile, but pedophile pedophile like it feels pretty like on pretty on the nose of how how you spell it, but she did spell it wrong <laughs> <laughs> i can spell it correctly but i feel like that's just like the perks of being a social worker is that i can <laughs> that correctly spell pedophile. So what pedophile. A perk. that is that is yeah. like the big perk you get from your job <laughs> yeah the that's only the one, one. <laughs> that's the one that's it oh you for those that don't know, Veronica is truly like an angel sent from heaven and does the Lord's work. Calm down. While, while I'm kicks and I over here <laughs> doing bullshit jobs. Talking, shit, talking and, shit. Yeah. You're actually helping people. Uh, it's debatable, but okay. <laughs> I'm sure you are. <laughs> um, well, the last thing that kind of happens in this episode is we just get more of the Tom conversation at dinner about like the timeline. And it's just really fucked up <laughs> it just really is and it gets more fucked up too because we then learn later in the season that Sonia like had a really like deep like connection with Tom and kind of almost had a like if we never get anyone packed like we got each other sort of thing oh I forgot about that yeah like when she has like a breakdown like when they're on the yacht like with Luann for uh Luann's engagement party and they're like getting ready for the engagement party and she's like crying. Oh god. And she's just like this he was supposed we were supposed to be each other's like kind of like last stitch effort like in this world and like I don't know why this is happening. But she also kind of talks about Harry like that too. I just like recently with they keep fighting in recent seasons about fucking Harry Dubin and it's like she always says that she actually like liked him and had feelings and all these things. I just it's it's dark. This whole episode, this whole conversation we're having. For I the know. Past hour I feel like this episode is a law is a law to watch, and then you then you really break it down. And it says carries so much darkness. <laughs> it's kind of fucked up. Yeah, like, every one of them. Jesus. I mean, Ramona really is the lightest of all of them, and the and the end of it all. Yes. Yeah. Which. Makes me feel yeah, really gross fuck. inside. Don't take that sound bite out of here and use it against us because I don't agree with her <laughs> most of the time. No. Um, well, Veronica, any final thoughts on, on the Berkshires? I So I went to the Berkshires actually very recently, like a week, two weeks ago. Okay. And um, yes, and my friend has a, her family has a house there and it's very close to Dorinda's house. Uh-huh. And I feel like the vibe of the Berkshires in general is so uh, not like 
what happens to them? I mean, definitely like we drank a lot inside that checks out. <laughs> sure. But it's like, <laughs> you go hiking, you go to like antique shops and you yeah. like, like outdoors yeah it's very like um chill everyone yeah. there is just very Yoga. like i mean weed is legal there everyone's just right. very chill mm-hmm. and um and then watching this episode i was like oh my god that is why when they would go out to like restaurants people would be sh- so shocked yeah. like clutching <laughs> their martini shocked <laughs> <sighs> I just I want to go like have a Could martini you? at a bar in like an upstate town right now. Doesn't that sound that so red, nice red at Red Lion Inn? Sounds like heaven. That literally. I'm like, okay, am I gonna go to work tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> um. Well. Well, you're looking forward to lunch, so you yes, can have that. I can't, yes, you I and can't Sonia. wait for lunch tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I am nervous for tomorrow because I got my booster today, and I'm nervous. And oh my god, I got my bo- oh my god, you did twinsies! <gasps> I have a sweatshirt on. I got my booster and a flu shot, so we're gonna see how I feel in the morning. Oh, no, I've heard that combo. Oh, is... I need to do both of those. <laughs> Not, <I know>. good. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> yeah, I have a full day tomorrow. I have to drive to Queens, help a client get his property back from the fucking pigs. <laughs> and <Ugh>. then <laughs> just kidding um and then i have to drive to the bronx and like escort a client to another thing and i'm like okay i hope i don't pass out from fever at the wheel or something Ooh. just drink a lot yeah. of water get some sleep it actually did help when i got the regular one. Oh, okay i was the weird i was the really annoying person that didn't have one side effect from round one of the shots i just couldn't it raise my arm more above. annoying because you kept talking Here. about it I, I wasn't walking around flaunting it, kicks. No, you were just like you were. You told me in private, and I'm about to tell everybody that you're like I kind of wanted to be. Sick. I did. I'll talk about it publicly. I was like, <laughs> I want to like drink soup and like curl up at home and like not have to work. But like, I, if I feel fine, I have to work. <laughs> like, Marga, tomorrow, if you did, if you were really, really, I guess maybe not. You couldn't call out of all the things you have to do tomorrow. Yeah, it's a little different. I work in fine jewelry. You work in social work. I mean, I I did actually get a cold that knocked me on my ass a couple weeks ago, and I refused to take a sick day because I knew that I if I, even if I did it, I would still do things. So I was just super embarrassing, and I wore sweatshirts to Zoom calls. And not in an appropriate way. And then I also like had to do a video call with a client who's in jail. And he asked me like, are you okay? <laughs> I was like, oh no. I think it's time really close Zoom. <laughs> I'm taking like, a nap. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not feeling well. <laughs> <laughs> Let's circle back. Are like... <laughs> And then I was like, maybe I should have taken the day off. <laughs> oh my you, god! You know, you know when your <laughs> your inmate tells you that you asks you if everything's okay. That you when someone issue. in jail tells you you're not looking so good. That's when you're like, oh, yeah. That's when it's time to call it. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Um. Yeah, I just have to go around. I have to go be around pretty people tomorrow at my job, my fitness job, which is going to just be annoying. Well, I have like the cold sweats in the back, <laughs> probably. Um, well, Veronica, let everyone know where to find you. And thank you so much for being here today. 
Thank you for having me. I love talking about this stuff. Um, I'm on Instagram, not underscore Topanga. If you want to see like a bunch of random nonsense and like um, me virtue signaling. That's... Also, you have like an you're in just <laughs> such an adorable relationship. So follow follow oh. you and your fiance. They're you guys are so cute. You guys do like the funnest things. I'm like this, <laughs> these two are so sweet. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> I mean it. Um, and then you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet, and you can follow Kicks at Kicks Hamlet. That's spelled C I X. Yes, and then uh, podcast. I'm sure I've pod all that stuff. Next week, we will be covering the next uh, Berkshires episode. So that is season nine. Uh, weirdly, they're all episodes like nine and ten. Nine, which tens. is kind of a bizarre way that that works out. But yeah, yeah so next week, next season, same eps. Uh, check it out. And uh, Veronica, say bye to everyone listening. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>